0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash vilefiles because honestly, being a human is exhausting. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another ex- Exciting episode of the Va Files Ask Nick edition. Welcome, uh, first timers. Do you think we have, we probably, yeah, I think every episode we probably got some new people being like, fuck it, we'll try it.
1: We'll be gentle.
2: Totally, especially if the title is something eye grabby. Eye
0: grabby. I wonder what our title is today. Eye <laughs> grabby.
2: Eye <I> grabby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was like, when I was going through the interview process and I was doing a lot of research on the show, it was like very telling which of the episodes. I was like, oh, I gotta listen to this one. Really? There was um, I listened to the one about the the man with the sensitive nipples, or like where or where the woman. It was like a woman and a man. Nipple a woman sucking. Was, no, yeah, she I, was she sucking was like, on his nipples. Yeah, and then and he I was, was like, judging nah, her. For, yeah.
0: <laughs> And I was like, listen, if you want to, yeah, I, and I said, if you want to dance, I'll let you, but not necessarily. You can
2: dance there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely made a TikTok out of that.
0: Well, welcome. We have a fantastic episode for you today. Uh, Anything new in your ladies' lives?
1: Not the biggest fan of needles. So I just decided to get all my needles done in one fell swoop. Um, Got my lip filler and my COVID booster done within two hours and just passed the fuck out on my couch. So it was a good Tuesday. Lip filler. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, Is lip filler, like, lip filler scares me, Allie. Oh, this is my fourth time getting it.
0: I got to say, I I never, I didn't, usually it's kind of obvious.
1: Well, I was scared because I'd never gone to someone out here. I've only I've only gone to people in Minnesota. And the people out here, it's like, like, it's a lot. So I was very nervous, but I found this girl, and so far, so good. This is yesterday? Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't have, like, any bruising. It's great. I only, for a
2: lot of, like, the beauty procedures, I have a rule, which is I only go through Groupon and it's very <laughs> hit or miss. And so I don't think I would want to do something as high stakes as lip filler. truly a
0: terrible idea. No, it's
1: awesome. Are you kidding me?
0: Wait, wait. There's just certain things that you don't try to save money on.
1: Yeah, lip filler would be one of them.
0: Yeah, like which is
2: why... Cosmetic work. We're all on the same page. Lip fillers too far. Like a no, massage but, and laser. Oh, okay. Like eyelash extensions. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Amanda like- and I go to the same laser place because she referred me to this group on and Skin we got a hell LA. of a deal.
0: <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I, I just thought you were talking like procedures.
1: I wouldn't get like Botox done
2: necessarily. From, I've uh, I've been tempted. I'll be honest. I've been tempted, <laughs> but I haven't actually done it. I have not pulled the trigger. My friends, my friends have a like, they're watching me. They're like, we're making sure you don't do anything stupid with Groupon because I love Groupon. Still going, student discount that I still have, even what? though I'm not in
1: school anymore. So I,
0: I hope you know, don't. I've never used Groupon. Really?
1: That surprised me. Why? Because you bought a designer suit for a wedding that wasn't yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's like <laughs>
1: money's not an issue for you. But it, that, that
0: hasn't always been the case.
1: Okay.
2: I think also, even people, I feel like if there's one thing you learn in LA, it's like even the richest people will still like only want to do the cheapest option for certain things, you know? Yeah. Like when people are like, when my friends who are assistants are like booking travel for their bosses, people who you'd really think are important in flying first class. Coach.
0: Yeah. I come from a a family of cheapskates.
2: Like on your mom and your dad's side?
0: More on my mom's side. Okay. I still fly coach. Like it's, if I go to New York, I, I splurge. That's a long flight, though. But flying first class to Chicago.
2: Unnecessary.
0: It's just Yeah, you're paying such a premium for like slightly more leg room. And I don't drink or eat airplane food. So like, what am I paying for? Like, why am I paying three times the cost?
2: For like a New York Times when you first get on the plane, you know?
1: (laughs)
0: Like, what else is there? Yeah, but when you fly to New York and you get the bed, that's a game changer. First yeah. class
1: to Europe also, that's a move.
0: No, if it's mm-hmm. like, if you get the bad, yeah. it's a game. It's worth it. If it's well, long enough, it's, yeah. If, yeah, if you're if in a fortunate position to do it, like I, I do it. I flew coach to Nashville.
1: Do people recognize you like when you fly or not? Sure. Oh.
0: Not uh-huh. always. Oh,
1: okay. I feel like it's better with the masks, right? That's true.
0: Yeah, with the masks, certainly less and less. Well, we have a great episode for you. Don't forget to send in your questions at at asknickacastmedia.com. Cast with a K. Don't forget to tune in for our Bachelor recap. our Bachelorette recaps. And on Wednesday, we have the Bachelorette herself, the Michelle Young in studio. And I feel like our goal is always to learn more about our guests than the show will teach us. That is our goal. And I think Michelle provided a lot of information for us last week that we have more questions about. I want to know about this past relationship why is she so good at asking the why questions like when did she know Martin was a fuck boy Hmm. I want to know that you know
2: yeah yeah there's so much I I want to know know about Michelle I want to
1: know what Michelle like what her best Halloween costume was I tracked down someone she went to high school with I'm asking her for some hard-hitting questions okay stick around
0: all right well it'll be great tune in Wednesday. Let's get to our callers. Let's
3: ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? It's good. What's your name? Uh, My name is Adam and I'm 35 from DC. How can I help Adam? I've been single for a little bit. I've been single since uh, maybe like the fall of like 2019. um, Kind of like after my marriage ended. Okay. And a couple um, of years. uh, It was, yeah. So, but it was an amical split. You know, it wasn't anything that was, that was, um, you know, that wasn't, you know, best for both, both people. Um, but over the winter recently, um, like the winter of 2021, um, I kind of connected with a woman uh, through a dating app and like Nick, man, we like immediately hit it off, man. Just kind of like one of those dates, man. It's just like, it lasts for like three hours and like we went to like a bunch of different places and we really just kind of hit it off. You know, we just had to, like, you know, probably one of my best dates that I'd had since being single. And um, things kind of evolved into kind of just what was just mainly, mainly kind of a sexual relationship. Um, after like our first date, second date, she let me know that she was actually going to be uh, just living in my city for like three months and she was going to go to another city for three months. And then one more city after that, cause she could work remote. So she was just kind of like trying to explore the country, um, you know, taking advantage of what so, her job. So was it's not like she city, had so. to,
0: like, this was like a personal choice of hers.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, okay. a little background on her, she had been through a divorce too, as well. Okay. No kids as well. So we kind of, we kind of vibed off that. Um, you know, she's a little younger than me, but she's, I want to say maybe, um, I think she's just turned 30. So, um, and so like, we really just had like a, a great time together. Um, she eventually, you know, uh, was, was leaving DC. I was going to actually going to go down to Miami. And so we kind of left it as kind of like a, Hey, if you're ever in my city kind of hit me up kind of thing and we'll connect and we'll get back, you know, we'll just, we'll just hang out we'll spend time together if we got it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I got invited to a bachelor party last month. And, um, you know, down in Miami. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be down there. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to be in your city. I'd love to see you and get together. And she kind of hit me up. I was like, yeah, I absolutely see you. And um, so we reconnected. And but you hadn't really was- been talking in between those... Too, all that we much. had been, we had been messaging back and forth a little bit, like a couple of texts here and there, um, you know, but nothing like talking every day or anything like that, uh-huh. you know, but it was always like, if I text her, she responded and we'd have like a long text exchange or something, but it wasn't everything like every single day or anything like that. Uh, we even had a joke, like after uh, um, our second date, like no more first dates. Like we weren't going to like go on first dates with anybody else because we just had such a good time. You know what I mean? And Like when so, you were talking in D.C.? When we were talking in DC, yeah, yeah. kind of like right before. But she, then when you know, she left so, DC, she's
0: like, "Call me if you're ever in Miami."
3: Pretty much, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, but she, and, and for me, like you know, I'm kind of new to dating. You know, I was, you know, I was a relationship guy. You know, all through college, I was a relationship guy. Even through my professional we, career as an athlete, so was she the first? You know, always
0: was she the first person? Um, that you dated any? Like, was she like the first person you matched with on a dating app?
3: No, she wasn't actually. But it was like the first person who I matched with where like, I was like, okay, wow, this is more than like, like just physical, like there's, there's something there. And I hadn't really experienced that a little bit. Like maybe I was, I just learned this term emotionally available. I'm learning a lot of terms. (laughs) And that was, that was one that I learned. And I felt like, okay, like, I feel like, you know, there could be more here. You know what I mean? Sure. And so, and then um just kind of, you know, a little bit of background when we were up in, you know, up in DC, like, you know, our COVID restrictions were a lot more strict in the wintertime. So like, we couldn't really go out like dancing. She couldn't really see too much of my personality outside in an environment, but, you know, going down in Miami, like she got to see, you know, me hanging with my friends. She's like, dancing, you just gotta see me on a dance time. floor. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt, man. Like I really got to like, you know, you know, like, that's yeah. how I get them, man. That's how I get them. So I gotta really put, put, put my moves out and then um she really got to see a good side of me. And she even told me she's like, Oh, you know, like, you know, I adore you and you know, I don't I don't know what adore means, but I definitely felt like that was a positive thing to say. And and I even told her straight up, I was like, you know. Um, you know, you're the first person I've met that makes me feel like I could maybe, you know, maybe fall in love with someone. I wouldn't I really tell her that I loved her, but it just kind of felt like it was a time where I wanted to tell her that. And so you were, you, know, you were it, dropping it little, hints
0: that you, you dug her for sure. Right.
3: For real. Yeah. And this for, is in for DC. Sure. Absolutely. This is when I went to see her in Miami, oh, so down okay. at the bachelor party. Cause she came out and she even brought like a couple of her girlfriends out to meet my boys. They don't, my friends have never really met me with a woman. Like if it's not too serious. Then I don't. Then I don't really invite a woman around. Like I don't want my anybody to get a misconception about anything. But also, even when I go out with my boys, like I'm kind of just out with the guys, just chilling. Like I don't go see women or anything like that. I'm just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's cool too as well. Like just we have a good time. But that was like the first time they were like, oh, Adam, like we like her for you. Like she, she's she's dope for you. Like you don't really be out there like that and, and, which I don't. So, you know, I've always kind of been a relationship guy, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be the, be the single guy and, sure. you know, be six for three and, and, and enjoy myself a little bit. And I kind of came into my own, you know, dating is a little, you know, it was new for me, but, you know, so I was eventually, you know, coming to my own as, as a man and single man. And, so what did she and, say when you were like, Hey, I dig you. She, well, <laughs> I probably could have chosen a, a different moment, but she was like, why would you say this right now? You know, but she was like, but I, but I, but she laughed. She kind of laughed it off. You know what I mean? And like, we had a good laugh about it.
0: Well, and, what did she mean? Then, did she and, mean right now because I live in Miami or does she mean like right now?
3: Cause we're out the club. Yeah. Yeah. The second one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second well,
0: one. Well, honestly, I, 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 who can, you know, when you feel it, you feel
3: it, man. Like, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Like, no doubt i'm sorry and, I, 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 should like, I have waited till we were at church like what like I gotta- exactly you know you know because clearly jesus ain't here but i, I really had, i had a, i had a good time and i just felt in a moment i'm gonna be honest like i just felt in a moment man like let me just let me just let her know like i feel this a little bit more and, I, and i'm just gonna and i haven't been able to really do that i don't really thought i, I would maybe get there with someone just in, in this journey and i even told her like hey you know in, in the new year i'm trying to you know, move the UK for a little bit, go to a couple different countries. You know, over this next six to nine months, because I have a career change to work remote as well. And she even was like, "Hey, yeah, I actually I'll absolutely come out to see you, and, uh, and spend some time together." So it, w- it was just even after we reconnected, like the first time we were just kind of like having a good time. But the second time, like I wasn't able, I haven't been able to really go on dates anymore and really feel a vibe with anyone. Like it's like as soon as I go out, I'm just kind of like, ah. Eh. I just feel it as friends. I just feel it as friends. I just feel it as friends. I don't even yeah. I'm not even interested enough to even get to a romantic level with a woman. I just feel it as a friendship. And I, and I wonder if it's cause in the back of my mind, like, I just, maybe if I'm holding off, you know, or maybe if I'm holding off for her, even though we don't live in the same city, I know we may not be able to be together right now, but just something in me that can't let me move to the next level. So with did someone. after
0: I, I, th- that night ended or she's like, why do you have to say this now? Yeah. And you like, are like, uh, like, did you ever pick up that conversation? Like, did you ever, or did you kind of just, just kind of like, forget, almost like, oh, forget it. I just, like, it sounds like you you haven't really had that conversation. You haven't really got a clear answer from her.
3: Yeah. I mean, any anytime I brought that up, even before she left, I was kind of like, hey, you know, I've never told her like to the extent of probably where my feelings have probably been leaning. Um, and so I think that conversation hasn't continued. It was more so like me just expressing how she felt in the moment. And when she sent me that text back after I got back home, like, you know, I really adore you. And I had such a great time with you. And, you know, that, that's kind of what she said. But it came from a place where she hasn't really talked to me like that. before. She said, I adore you. Yeah, the feeling is like it's not, like, it's not, not
0: great from hearing that. <laughs> what do you think, Amanda? I oh.
3: don't.
2: I don't know this woman, so it's like it could be good. I do. It does give me a little bit of like a consolation.
0: Adore. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, or it gives me like the sense of a butt, if that makes sense. Mm. Like it feels like it feels like a really genuine compliment that she totally means, but it feels like the precursor to a butt. Like I adore you, but yeah is kind of the yeah. vibe that I get from it. But you never know how people, you know, women use language differently. Yeah.
0: I think it's really unique that you you fell for a woman who was like, listen, I, I'm living in DC for a few months, then I'm going to Miami. That sort it takes an adventurous person to do. And I don't care if you're yeah. a man or a woman, I would suspect the person who wants to like live in DC for three months, live in Miami for another three months, and then wherever is going to be very guarded against uh, limiting their options. You know, like mm. if I'm going to be yeah. a free spirit and tra- travel, I want to be able to like not have anything hold me back so that I can be free. Mm. And that might be, I say that because I think that type of person, while that's really great that they're, they, they, they are focused on embracing the moment, I think sometimes that type of person might be so guarded against like limiting their options that they might be resistant to, you know, seeing a good thing when they have it. Brooklyn. Oh, so exciting to talk about Brooklyn. You know, I love my Brooklyn. I actually just got their new hand tiles and, and robe. They have like a new design.
1: Is this like the waffly design? Yeah. Okay. So So good. So good. Cindy gave me one when I was watching Jeff. Mm. I tried it to see if I could use the hand towel to game, dry my whole head of hair. Game-changing. It did it.
0: Game-changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just when I thought Brooklyn couldn't be better, they have done it again. New towels, new robes, designs, uh, the same amazing bed sheets, duvet covers, all-season comforters. It's truly great, and it makes a great gift for the holiday season. Give the gift of comfort, it's like sleeping on clouds. I think they're having their biggest sale of the year. They're Brooklyn's BFCM sale 2021. This sale is big news for your comfort. Brooklyn's entire site of Super Soft. Seriously, Cozy Essentials is on sale right now. Brooklyn was created to bring dreamy comfort to every corner of your space. Prices so affordable, they may make you pinch yourself. Don't miss out. Brooklyn's biggest sale of the year is here now. If you're listening to this episode after the sale, you can still save. Visit brooklyn.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for $20 off minimum purchase of $100. That's brokline com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L. So if you're looking uh, for a fun and productive way to pass the time, whether you're traveling or sitting in a waiting room of some kind or you're just tired of watching the same old stuff, Switchcraft is available right now. That's right. It's a match three game or some of you know it as a storytelling adventure. And uh, it's super fun to play right on my phone. Match three games can be, as you know, a ton of fun, but it seems like most of them are the same. The themes and characters change, but overall it's the same boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on match three games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical match three levels. They have diverse characters. The story features over 85 characters from a variety of cultural backgrounds, as well as differently abled and LGBTQ plus characters. There are literally thousands of levels to play, so you never get bored. So... If you're looking for a new, exciting, storytelling adventure, match three game, check out Switchcraft right now. Download Switchcraft for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play, and... uh, Wherever you find your story apps. Wherever you find your story (laughs) apps, that's right. And unlock the magical mystery now. I think it's possible that the... Like, we're assuming the I adore you, you're great, is like, (laughs) I really
3: like you, but like,
0: yeah... What else,
3: you know like but there was there was no but that came after that, I guess, for context she was well, that's like, what she i mean me I, I, what it. I mean is that yeah.
0: like I think there's a world where she does and can like you I, there's also a chance mm-hmm. that she's just has told herself I'm not liking anyone i've already decided like i'm after Miami, I'm going to Montreal. I, I don't fucking know yeah. or Europe or whatever and so you know i <laughs> I come from a world where obviously like people went on a reality TV show and there's a lot of guys who go on this show and they like their Instagram pops off and they're just yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get a girlfriend. Like I'm, I don't, I don't want to walk into the bars for the first time in my life and have every girl there, like give me intention and like not be able to act on it. You know? So yeah. like, I, you know, short of you being the type of guy who's just like, it doesn't have a problem having a girlfriend and, and sheets, but like, you just, you maintain, you, you, you keep yourself single. So yeah. you could be dealing with that where she's just trying to keep her options open. And I like, in a lot of ways you got to love that about that. She is, she knows what she wants. She's going for, it. that's probably a lot of what you find attractive about her, that kind of free spirit energy. She's fun. She's adventurous. She's in the moment. You're like, Fuck, I just, I, I just started liking a chick. Is just yeah. like doing things that I wish I had the guts to do? Like, that's sexy that's to meet me, something. True. Right.
3: Like, got to love that. So I'm a true Virgo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a true Virgo and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm true and true Virgo. And even so, like, I think I'm more open to it because I was, I told someone that like, I wasn't trying to get into a relationship meeting one. Cause I wanted to travel the world too. And they were like, well, you could meet someone to do that with. And if I could meet anyone, I think I've already met her. It would be her. Like, I would be like, yeah, like we could go on a journey together, but I'm not going to.
0: So me let me that ask that. you this. Have you, do you think you've really put yourself out there or do you feel like you've kind of like, yeah, like kind of like, floated the idea that you might be interested in hopes that she'd take the bait? Like which one? I haven't
3: put myself out there. Not yet. Because I, I feel like I'm at an impasse now or how I'm feeling about, cause I met, I met some really dope women, like on paper, like we get on like a house on fire, you know, shout out to whatever that UK show is. But, but we didn't like, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't put myself out there just yet. And am come to be honest only because I think I'm at an impasse where if I do, it's kind of like, if I don't hear what I want to hear, am I open to not having that, even that slight opportunity just to reconnect with her when we do? And, you know, you know, as I said, two ships passing in the night, maybe it's just a, a fun love story, a fun journey. It's just not- Well, you I'm won't at, know
0: but, um, unless you put yeah, yourself yeah. out there. I mean, if you don't put yourself out there, all you will have is a bunch of different versions you can think about when you go to bed and dream. And then she'll eventually turn into that, like, do you have a person who's like the one who got away? And then she can be your one who got away. But to think about the one who got away is- you don't really know if they were worth your time because you just romanticize what could have been. Like she, I don't know if this person is your person. She might be. Or she might be a total mess. I don't know, right? But like, what's important is what you seem to know for sure is that since you've been divorced, uh, of all the women you have met, she stands alone as someone that you are very much interested in and you would definitely love to learn more about her. And yeah. as we all know, especially as we get older, that's harder and harder to find. So we might as Absolutely. well seize that opportunity and you're just going to have to risk being disappointed and you're gonna have to risk getting hurt. You know, there's the immediate disappointment of like putting yourself out there and calling her up and be like, listen, all right, listen, we fucked around in DC and you moved and I wanted to play it cool. Cause I like to think of myself as a cool guy and I don't want to like step on your toes and traveling, but like, I'll be honest, like I really like you. And honestly, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even sure how you feel about me, but like, what I do know is that you're worth me feeling humiliated and rejected because I, I, all I'm saying is I want to spend more time with you. I don't want to stop getting to know you. I don't want to cramp your style in a different city, but I'd like to visit you and keep talking. And if you don't want to do that with me, that's cool. But what I do know is I would regret it if I didn't just say this and just put myself out there because I don't want to... like not get an opportunity to get to know you just because I'm afraid of being rejected or because I'm too focused on playing it cool. And I think you should say some version of that. And even if she says yes to all this, like you could get your heart broken in a year. You know, you guys could date and travel and try to keep this long distance things going. Then like a yearly end you find out she's kind of a mess. That like, you know, what makes her really exciting is also the same thing that makes her impossible to deal with.
3: Like that Mm. happens a lot, right? So I think you oh man I'm definitely uh, I'm, I'm so glad that I that I called in I think I that's what you should do Yeah. hadn't thought about it that way you're, but, you're,
0: uh, I appreciate it you're a good looking guy you know yeah. My, uh, I suspect you're not used to I, I suspect that you're used to being in the driver's seat when it comes to dating or you're doing more turning down than being turned down and and now you're feeling a little bit more vulnerable because here's a woman in your life that has a little bit more power than you have and it's like <laughs> oh fuck you know and <laughs> and uh it it drives you nuts and like oh, your man, ego's I'm like oh, i don't like you know what you know what adam you don't like you know what it's fine don't you know at the risk of like you know crying for a month or something and you'll be fine yeah, like yeah. You, you'll feel a little down in the dumps and listen if she does reject you then that doesn't mean you suck and it doesn't, but it is an answer uh, and it doesn't mean like you won't, that the one, it just means, you know, whatever, you, like then you can focus on what you do like about her that, you know, to get to get over that. Like if you got rejected, then yeah. you're like, hey, listen, she is great. I got more information than I had before. She's like, she, it, maybe it isn't about me. Like this, yeah. she is choosing her over me right now. And even because if she says, listen, you're great and I adore you, but like, I, I, I want this for myself. I, I, I don't want to deal with, I don't, I don't want to make you a priority is essentially what she might say. Mm -hmm. And your ego is going to be pissed, but like, that's what she wants for herself. And that is, that is an answer. And that's someone, and you, and you want someone who wants to make you a priority.
3: I, I, and I think that that's that's true. I think I'm in a place where you know, you know, not to belay, belay the point, but I think I'm in a place where like I'm okay, like being like, hey, like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you, I'm feeling everything that you're bringing to the table, and I and I and I haven't felt that before. And I think you know, and you know, they say feelings suck or whatever, but it's it's refreshing and maybe it's intimidating at the same time because I mean, you're absolutely right. I have kind of been in the driver's seat, but just as a follow up, um, she's supposed to be coming in town at the end of this month slash early next month. Should I wait to make this an in person conversation or a phone conversation? a good question. That's why I asked it. <laughs> Do you have plans to hang out? I mean, the rule still stands. Like, I'll see you when I come up. I mean, and I've, I've kind of mentioned it a few times, it's just she said she's definitely um, scheduling to come up because she saw us friends up in the city and, you know, um, to come up here. So we definitely have plans to connect.
2: I think maybe if vibes are right, first night you see each other in person. Mm-hmm. So that way, if it goes well, you have the rest of the weekend to hang out if it goes weird, you have a maybe a day to take an off day and then maybe have a coffee Sunday to be like, what the fuck happened?
0: <laughs> well, I, I think like the real too. answer is it doesn't matter because at the end oh, of the day, okay. if you just put yourself out there and say it in a way that's like, this is how I feel, take it or leave it. And you, you know, like not, you don't say take it or leave it, but yeah, as yeah, I yeah, always yeah. say, like, you know, I give this advice to women a lot about guys, put yourself out there and do it in a way that shows that you're prepared to be vulnerable, but you'll be fine if if you don't get the answer you want. Like you know what I I like you, I think I'm nuts about you. I think about you a lot. But if if you don't, if that's how you feel, that's okay. I think the safe bet is to not bring it up now. Mm-hmm. And because like you know she's coming to town, so clearly you're gonna make yourself available. Like hey, I'd love to see you. Let's hang out. So and then if she flakes on you, you already have an answer there. It's like yeah.
3: and she's never done that too as well. So she's always been conscientious in with her time. Yeah, I'm is, not, not saying she would. It. I'm just
0: looking, you yeah. know, you're just like that just that is an opportunity to get information if she were to flake. Yeah. I'm not trying to scare you. But assuming sure she comes, out, you so. know, you guys hang out, you do your thing, you have some fun together. Like as the weekend or the time's about to end, you're just like, All right, and not at a club, one on one. Like, you know, and let's see what she says.
3: Um, and, and, I definitely and, appreciate that,
0: man. And if she's if she if she politely declines, as I say to everyone, just some version of thank you anyways. I'm sorry you feel yeah. that way, and then shut it down. And,
3: and then, uh, you gotta I mean, shut it down. You can't ass.
0: you never yeah. you do not give <laughs> yeah, her access the to thing. the goods. You got to say goodbye. And if she, she, the (laughs) only way she gets to have Adam is to, to, to to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm, you're right. I was a little scared. I was more focused on traveling, but, you know, and there's a good chance, is almost always the case, is that's, that will will be what, like, if she is committed to being independent, she is going to be resistant to that. So there is a good chance her initial, her, her gut would tell her to say, no like you told yourself you're gonna not date you're gonna tell yourself you're not gonna get too attached so don't be too defeated if that happens but as long as you let her know that you'll be okay and you had the guts to be honest with her she could come around
3: i appreciate that uh you know i i would like to put myself out there and i think it's maybe time and it's the first time that i've ever really wanted to do that so nick i truly truly appreciate that. yeah it can
0: be a little scary going you get through, through a divorce put yourself out there again so
3: uh, man it's all good it was it was a good it was a good reason so <laughs> i appreciate that. Uh,
0: well i hope it goes great man i'm, I'm rooting for you. you you uh you're a very charming guy and i think you're going to be fine either either way Thanks, man. but uh yeah I, I can see why you just described someone who just on paper would sound very intoxicating you know yeah, yeah no idea bro feel like yeah <laughs> like i'm just i'm just going from city to city i'm like i love you <laughs> like <laughs>
3: Keep a suitcase packed, man. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, like she's right night, off she's the bat, being so. like, "You're gonna have to chase me." Yeah. Like that was, she's, you know, uh, that's that's definitely new, man. I've never been in that position. So <laughs> she's dangerous. Um, yeah. She is dangerous, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she can dance. So you uh, know, that's, that's that tells you, oh no, man. So, but I appreciate you for the time, man. I really, really do. All right, so man, thank I, you so
0: much. I man. appreciate it. Thanks for calling. We need some more fine young gentlemen like Adam.
2: I know he, Adam rocked. Great, great energy from Adam. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like you could tell he was hot.
2: Yeah.
0: I not yeah. see what he looked like? I didn't
2: see what he looked like, but obviously. It's gorgeous. Also, he said 6'3", and it was like, okay,
0: game over. He's, he's like <laughs> like every other girl in the world is dying to date Adam. And it's yeah. the one chick. <laughs> and this <there's> one girl. <laughs> this one. Uh, All right. How's it going?
4: Hi, Nick. I'm Ashley. I'm 24. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for
0: calling in, Ashley. How can I help?
4: So I've been in a situationship with this guy for about five months because I'm moving across the country for my job at the end of this month, which we both knew from the start, but we didn't want to do long distance. But as time's gone on, I have realized that I do really see something more with him, but I didn't talk to him about that. Instead, I just kind of allowed um, my feelings to fester and Um, because I was afraid of losing him. And I think my ego kind of came into play as well of not uh, wanting to be hurt. Um, So anyways, as I've gotten closer to moving, I've become more insecure about the prospect of him going on other dates, which I mean, he has every right to do. We're not exclusive, um, but obviously I don't want him to be going on other dates. So um, more recently, I thought... That he was on a date. And so I was kind of aggravated by this. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go on a date myself. So I went on a date um, with this guy. And meanwhile, my main guy ended up being at the same restaurant with his buddies, not even on a date. <laughs> and he saw Wait, he me not going on, on the day. date. He was not on a date. He was just with his friends. But
0: he went on a date some other time.
4: No, I had no proof that he had well, gone on another date. What, what made date. you think
0: he was going on a date then?
4: I just... Well, because I had asked him what he was doing and he was kind of... So we have a very... Um, we've always been very transparent starting off when we first met about our kind of rosters and mostly from my side. I was basically like to him, this is my roster. <laughs> um. <laughs> I want to see your roster. Um, love,
0: and so he... I love how women are picking up like the men nomenclature of... because like, Guys came up with that, right? Can we... The roster. Yeah. No? Yeah. Anyway, I love it. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs>
4: and but so over time, we both kind of made it um, like progressed on each other's rosters until... Um, like we're basically, we've basically been only kind of seeing each other, but like I said, I kind of got it into my head that I thought he could have been on a date with someone else. Um, and so I went on a date with someone else and I felt terrible about it because I ended up, you know, I don't want to hurt him. And I feel, you know, my own insecurity. What happened when he saw
0: you on the date?
4: So he actually didn't even tell me that he saw me. And I guess... Did you notice um, him? No. Oh, so you
0: found out after the fact. He's like, hey, by the way, how was that date? I saw you. Okay.
4: Yes. Yes. Because I texted him afterwards. I was like, oh, how was your date? And he was like, no, no, no. How was your date? And that's when I was discovered. Okay. So... I guess my question for you then is: What strategies and advice do you have for um, when you feel insecure? How to act out in more healthy and less toxic ways? And then also too, like what what do you think I could have done better in the situation? And like moving forward, like how can I rectify things? I guess.
0: Well, I mean, you're the your 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 title of your email was "Am I the Toxic One?" Which you're the second. Person to have that title. The first person definitely was not the toxic one. You might be the toxic one. (laughs) (laughs) One for two. No, I mean, like, I think you're you're recognizing some of this toxic behavior. Obviously, going on a date with someone mostly based off the fact that they're going on a date is toxic, in the sense that Mm -hmm. you it isn't. I guess an ego driven decision, right? You don't like how much mm-hmm. did you even want to go on this date with this person? Would you have gone on this date? with not at all? Not, yeah. It was like, so like you ended up wasting your time, forcing yourself to have like a conversation you didn't want to have. You know, mm-hmm. you led, you led this person on who you weren't interested in for what? To make someone jealous. It, 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 and like you were, and, and you wouldn't even know if what, if you wanted to make them jealous, but you didn't, you didn't want to, you know so clearly that's a toxic decision okay you
4: uh-huh.
0: you know that i don't think you need me to tell you that but like yeah i think you just need to communicate more i don't know like i know you've been like you've been talking about rosters so like what what do you want from this guy? I mean, you are moving right I, so like there's you it's it's an ideal situation so you're 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 faced with an, an an, a not ideal situation of which is your choice, like you're choosing to move, right? So it's like, and I think that's where your struggles coming in is that like, you know, in some ways you have no one to blame about yourself and, and there's nothing really to blame yourself about. Like you're, you're choosing to invest in yourself, you're moving, you're, like, you're going to law school, right? Or...
4: You're coming. Well, I'm actually, I'm I'm moving for my job, but then I'm actually coming back to this All right. same area So you're moving for work,
0: right? School. So you're doing things yes. for yourself. How old are you again now? 24.
4: Only 20,
0: 24. Like you should be doing these types of things in terms of focusing on these dreams that if you have dreams, you should focus on your dreams right now. In the meantime, you mm-hmm. like a guy, which is inconvenient for your dreams. Mm-hmm. So... Have you guys discussed the possible like, and you're in a situation ship? Cause why? Because you're moving.
4: Because I'm that's moving. That's the only reason why. Like, that's the only reason.
0: And have you guys st- discussed the possibility of? I mean, it's eight months. It's not like eight months goes fast. Like I've had a yeah. bunch of like fuck buddies who lived in different states for eight months. Like, also like, yeah, you could see you could tr- like eight months. You could visit each other once a month. That's And you're moving to California. What an exciting place to visit for him. Yes. So like, have you discussed the possibility of dating?
4: I think I've been afraid to. Because. And because I, I'm afraid that he'll say that he doesn't, that's not what he wants or what he sees. I think you know, and, and like you said, I like, mean, you where, have like, no
0: problem going on dates. For yeah. I mean, like you've already like been in awkward situations. I mean, I don't.
4: Yeah.
0: Right now, you're you're gonna. Right now, you're not going to date him by not saying anything. I know. So why? You might be able to date him if you do say something. If you don't say anything, we already know what's going to happen. Nothing.
4: But yeah. your biggest fear
0: of saying something is nothing happening.
4: But is it too late though since I'm moving so soon? What do you mean? You, too late for what? Yeah. You
0: still, you've been talking and hanging out, right? Yes. Why would it be so weird to say, listen, I first off want to apologize again for uh, going on a date with that person I, I handle it in a I guess a toxic way because like it, I thought you were going on a date, that bugged me. and instead of just like either dealing with it or just communicating that with you, I handled that poorly. And again, I'm sorry. But also it made me realize that I, I really like you. and I don't know how you feel about me, but like I am only gonna be gone for eight months. And I know long distance is an ideal. No one ever chooses it. But the good news is, I'm not staying out there and i like you enough that that i want to go out of my way and deal with the inconvenience of a long distance relationship and prioritize visiting you and facetiming you and like 8 months goes by pretty quick but you're the best like i you like if one thing i learned about that date is that like i really think you're great and i want to keep finding out how great you might be so what do you say and he can say, no thanks. Or he can say, Yeah, I'm willing to try. You mean you also could be like, sure, I'll, I'll try. And then you can say, All right, fair enough. I think I'll take try, but promise me this one thing. If you decide that you don't want to do it, just be honest with me. Like, don't, don't mm-hmm. meet someone else, fuck them, and then tell me, just let's just be honest. Let's just communicate and let's keep talking. But I, I want I, I think you're great. And I just don't wanna like I don't I don't wanna like l- not hang out with you just because I'm taking this job for eight months. And then you just find out what he says. Like why would that be so weird? Yeah.
4: No, you're so right. Cause I think one thing that I really have always valued about our relationship is that kind of like can um candor and honesty. So I think I comparing like comparing that.
0: Rosters. Yeah, what's so hard about saying this? Yeah. It was like who are you fucking? Thing, And now yeah. you're just like, I would like you to I'd like to give up our rosters. I know it's inconvenient, but like it's only eight months.
4: You're so right. Do you think it complicates things though? The fact that so slightly before he met, he's he's he recently got out of a five year relationship though. So like and that's something that he's still processing. So I think and, and one Great. of the, the things you, you that know what perfect yeah.
0: perfect for uh a long distance relationship is going to force you guys to slow things down. It's going to force you guys to not see each other all the time. A big mistake early couples make when they're like excited and going through the honeymoon phase is like, like not give each other some space. So they just hang out every day because it's like, well, I don't know. Like, I, I just want to see you. So let's just see each other. And then they kind of lose themselves and like, and don't give each other oxygen. But you wouldn't even have that choice because you'd be living across the country. So you'd have to prioritize seeing each other once or twice a month you know, and you'd have to force each other to like FaceTime and talk and text. And as I always say, like you might like them, but you still have a lot to learn about each other. And now you have eight months Mm -hmm. to continue to get to know each other. you can focus on your job for eight months. You can focus on like getting to know you while making sure he's done and not like going around, you know, like what an ideal time. Mm
4: -hmm. You're right. It kind of is an ideal situation in that way. Sure.
0: I mean, he might not agree, but like, I don't think it's crazy right. to ask. And I think it's either way, you guys still have a lot to get to know about each other, and mm-hmm. this would be a great opportunity to get to know someone, all while forcing each other to slow things down and and not get too carried away. And you might change your mind, he might change his mind, you know. But you're you're considering ending something by mm-hmm. just assuming you can't make this thing work, which you know you totally can it's not like you're moving for four years you know like you're moving for mm-hmm. eight months that's mm-hmm. what I would do if I were you
4: you're right you know I'm gonna do Great. it Great.
0: all right godspeed good luck who knows
4: thank you so much to so get babe. married I want all the credit yes I'll invite you to the awesome. wedding I'll be
0: there <laughs> all right Thanks, all right take Nick. care all right. how's it going it's going good I'm Sarah I'm
5: 24 Hi, Sarah. How can I help? So I recently went on a first date. Um, Everything leading up to it was perfect. Easy conversation. He was a great communicator. Fairly quick to set up our date. Um, We got drinks. Everything was going well. No awkward moments. Felt like kind of already knew him and definitely a spark, which is exciting. Um, Especially compared to all the self-centered guys I've been dating recently. It was nice to have a guy that seemed genuinely interested in me. So at drinks, I did find out that I work at the company that his dad recently retired from and where he's currently interviewing at, which was interesting. Um, it's not a big company, so I wouldn't work directly with... I mean, it is a big company, so I would not work directly with them, but still interesting fact. Um, so everything was going great. My friends were at the next bar over and he was all game to meet up with them. So we start drinking more at the next place. Like us three girls were fine. He seemed to be getting noticeably drunker than us, um, even though he assured us he wasn't and that people from the Midwest can drink anyone. Um, he wasn't making a fool of himself or anything, but it was one of those things where we're like, well, you're not driving home. So after recording and after he was recording me doing karaoke, which I initially thought was cute, he started revealing all of his cards. Mind you, it's like 1.30 a.m. at this point. So he told me he actually knew where I worked before he even asked. He had researched me with his mom, who was visiting that past weekend, and sent all of his friends my picture. There was a ton of red flags. Him saying his mom doesn't think anyone's good enough for her son. When I asked what she thought of me, thought of me, telling me how his best friend is going to be like the hardest of his friends and family to win over, as if I need to win over everyone in his life. After is this, our first, a first date? date. First date. Okay. But it felt like we kind of had known each other. I'm not a big texter; like we hadn't texted back and forth a ton, like. And definitely not the get to know you way. I was kind of like, you can either schedule a date or like, I'm kind of not interested. Um And the way he was telling me all this was not in like a flattering way. Like, oh, when you, you like met all the expectations and blah, blah, blah. It was almost like he found something on me that he didn't like, or him and his mom were researching me. And I was kind of like, oh, well, did she like me? And he was kind of not giving me a like clear answer. She hadn't and, met you yet. Yeah, which is weird because I have like a clean record on the internet, I I think. So then I got really curious because if there is something incriminating about me on the internet, I'd like to know. Um, and like when I pressed him on it, he wouldn't really give me a straight answer, answer and was like extremely hard to read. So it was weird. He was really open, telling me how much he researched me and told everyone, but then acted really like coy and ambiguous when I was trying to make like light of a weird situation. Um, could is have he? Been he was really drunk.
0: He's totally drunk right
5: now. I mean, he's convinced he's not drunk, but we're all like, like we took his keys and he thought he left them at the last bar, but I like had them in my pocket. Um, and like some of my friends think he's like a super stalker concerned for my safety. Some friends think it's flattering, especially because like, I do want a guy that's really into me and I haven't seen this guy since. Wait, you have some friends who
0: think that situation's flattering? Like, oh my God, I wish somebody got drunk and like internet stalked me.
5: (laughs) I would say flattering. I think more flattering that he did his research ahead of time and was like really invested in me already, like even prior to the first date. He's also new to the city. Doesn't have much going on, I guess. Yeah, I don't.
0: don't. (laughs) Yeah, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, Right. But the way you're describing it, it just sounds pretty fucking weird.
5: I know, and that's the vibe. The thing was how great it started out, and it kind of reminds me, I know you talked a lot about sex and city. 25.
0: This is an adult man who is internet stalking with mama.
5: Right, and then also his mom doesn't think anyone's good enough for her son, which was another red flag. (laughs) I was like, oh, did she think I'm great? Because I'm... I mean, yeah, I don't it's know a, what you find on
0: the internet. I, I guess I'm less concerned about, I mean, I think that might be a weird thing. Sometimes people say why he said it. I don't know. Is it true? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It'd be like, oh, my mom loves me. No one's good enough. That could have been a I, really weird way for him to like brag about himself. Right. Like, you know. That's like, the thing is it felt like
5: it, it switched. Like it felt like the one night he was really into me and then he started revealing all of this, and not in a way that's like I was kind of like, "Oh, did your parents like me?" No, oh, did I meet up to the expectations? Kind of trying to make light of it, and he was very like, "Yeah, I kind of know like exactly the kind of person you are." Like so condescending. Oh, I'm like, "Wait, sounds, you were the one?" He sounds. There was.
0: I mean, so, so in the I'm really what I'm more curious about. And listen, I thank you for calling in and sharing this entertaining <laughs> story. But yeah. what I'm curious about, my question to you is why are we having this conversation and why are you not just like, that was fucking weird. I'm moving on.
5: So the re- the reason I called in, it's less about the guy. So I actually haven't seen this guy since. I okay. don't really know what, how to make up my mind. So I haven't, I'm not that set on it and he hasn't pursued anything strongly. Also a bunch of other red flags. Yeah. I, I feel like I
0: guess he sucks.
5: My, yeah. My question more is in the digital age that we're in now, I know we all stalk, especially girls, but I don't usually like reveal to what extent, obviously, when I'm dating someone, like even some I've dated for years. So like, what do you think the line of stalking versus flattering is?
0: Well, I think it's just that, right? Like, yeah, we live in a time where it's really easy to just Google someone first, last name, see what comes up. And... You know, maybe we have an expert in someday who knows this stuff. But like, short of you being a public figure of some kind or a criminal with a track record,
5: which he was, he has a track record, which is funny.
0: <laughs> well, that, that, that <laughs> I didn't
5: look him up, but he told me that.
0: That's not surprise. That's probably why he does it, right? He's <laughs> just kind of projecting there. But short of that, most people like n- nothing. It's not easy to find stuff. And things aren't easy to find probably because there's not like we all like are humans like what is what are you going to find? Like, I got a parking ticket once, I had a weird fight with my boyfriend one time and like I mooned someone I don't know like you know we all like do like you know what time I went to a party and got drunk and peed in the front lawn you could say I don't know what you've done you know I don't I didn't really google even like you know like, well that's
5: what made me so curious if I meet about-
0: someone on a dating app right uh like when Natalie slatted in my DMs, I'm sure I Googled her day and I didn't find much and like, okay. I didn't also didn't right. expect to find much. I certainly didn't like right. pay for some sort of service <laughs> and hire a PI do some sort of deep dive like right. with people I don't know. And like for me, being like slightly in the public eye, I'm a little cautious, and I and I'm careful about like making people sh- making sure people are, are, are who they say they are, and you know things like that from a catfish standpoint. And I think that's something we all have to like if we meet someone digitally, like you know, Facetime, Zoom dates, things like that, to kind of qualify people. Uh, other than that, well, I think it's, I think it's a really weird thing like, to do
5: piqued my interest so much is that he almost acted like he found something, which is weird. Cause I'm like, what could you possibly find other than my LinkedIn, my private Instagram? And
0: I think it was just a power trip on his, I think he was trying to like make you feel small and make himself feel big. Most likely. I think he was trying to put you on the defensive and, and get you. Yeah. I think he was trying to get you on the defensive.
5: Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was just drunk or if he was, um, like, not answering because of something. Like, some you know, things. you
0: know your past, right? Like, what's the yeah. worst that could happen? What's the worst thing he could find?
5: Where I work. Like, I mean, even he found my like travel Instagram that I tag in my private Instagram on my bio. And he did one of the hikes the week before when we were texting that I posted. He's new to town that I posted. And now looking back, I mean, he asked me where I worked, knowing. Where I work, I'm just thinking it's kind of funny to look back and think all things he told me. I'm like, did he get that idea from my Instagram page?
0: Maybe you know that is the world we live in, where yeah, you know, you see someone who like went hiking somewhere, you're like, oh, it looks fun, and maybe it's a a a girl or a guy someone's paying attention to because they have a crush on them. Like, yeah, it is a fine line between getting like too in the weeds and weird about that, but you know, women in dating, it's. I think women have to be extra safe and you know, when you're meeting strange men. So, like, you know, a quick Google, sure. But like, do do you need to like hire a PI to be like, all right, I lined up a date first, do a background check. I don't know. That might
5: Yeah. I thought I saw his um he drives a truck and I saw like two trucks outside my house yesterday. And I was like, oh my God, is that his car? No, I'm like, he lives close to me. I'm like, he's stalking me still. Like I wonder how he like he reached out after we left that night and was like, hopefully I passed the test, which was interesting. It seemed like he was kind of testing me and he's like, would love to take you out again. If not, thanks for showing me the spot. And I responded in the morning. I was like, I take this text as you got home. Okay. Cause I'm still unclear if he went back to his car, um, which we Ubered away from, but he seemed very adamant on getting to, which is another terrible red flag. And I was like, it was fun like struggling today or whatever. And we kind of had a little back and forth about the new Adele song or something. And I didn't respond. He has not reached out again and I'm not going to reach out. Like I would only,
0: but you weirdly, weirdly want him to.
5: No, I was just more, more, I'm more curious if that's something he normally does or if that was a special case or if he remembers or like,
0: I mean, none of that. Why are you curious about that?
5: Cause it was very out of left field. Like, I just wonder if he thought that was like a move or something that would
0: win me over. I would pay attention to why you're curious about that. I mean, like, I mean, he's not like a science project. Like, you're not doing a case study on like men and dating. So, like, there's a reason why you're curious.
5: I think I'm more curious about the reaction from people around me. Like, some people are like, "That's really creepy, stalker." Some people are like,
0: "Well, you're telling the story, yeah."
5: showing a sign that he's interested.
0: But you're also fielding people's opinions. And I'm curious as to why, you know, it's just not obvious to you that, and maybe he's not a bad guy. Maybe he had a bad day. I don't, I don't fucking know. But there are some details that like are, are weird. And so short of him calling you up or reaching out and saying, Hey, about the other night, first off, I had a little too much to drink that was inappropriate for me to do on the first date. Like, I, I, sorry. Two, did I say some weird shit? And I want to acknowledge that. And if you're willing to give me a second chance, I, I'm sorry if I, you know, made you feel that way. Short of that, I just don't know, like, you know, why you're giving so much grace to some strange guy on a first date who, like, tried to belittle you and was condescending to you and made you feel like you might have committed a crime you didn't commit, you know, like, why would, did you like let a guy make you feel that way? And like, I mean, you didn't do something wrong in the moment, but why are you, why are you willing to still like give him energy? I'm just, it's like, I would focus on that before you worry about like, should I hire a, like a, an investigator? And, you know, like. He is giving you information. He's giving you information about him.
5: Right. It's definitely not as top of mind as it was right after the date. I think I was more just mind boggled. My friends were there with me when it happened because we met up with him. So I was kind of like, I just am more amazed at all the crazy, crazy dating things that happened to me. I was going to say earlier, it reminds me of, I was saying, you always talk about sex in the city. And I was like, my dating life is like, from the start, it's like, oh, this is so great. This is such a great guy. I wonder what could possibly go is, wrong. And it goes wrong in the most like deal breaker way.
0: I'm not trying to like take away you feeling special, but it's not just you. Like it's no, everyone. I know. You know, we're all going <laughs> through this. Men and women have their unique stories of challenges in terms of meeting strange people because that's what you're doing and try to mm-hmm. com- connect rom- romantically with things like sex and relationship on the line. You know, and that's mm-hmm. like, it becomes a challenge. But I think it's something, I'm not convinced that had he reached out to you in the days to follow and just simply said, love to see you again, that you wouldn't say yes out of sheer curiosity. Without ever acknowledging any of his actions or how he treated you or what he said to you or the drinking, I'm not convinced you wouldn't have gone.
5: Maybe in a way to prove like some, well, that's something.
0: Yeah. And that's your problem. (laughs) Right. So I want to
5: prove them wrong. But whatever whatever the reason is, you're sitting here
0: saying, hey, Nick. And, you know, again, I appreciate the story and I appreciate you calling it. And it is really entertaining and thank you. But if there's a takeaway here, is like, You know, you're like, oh, I have these unique, oh my God, I get myself in these craziest. Yeah, you get yourself in these crazy situations because you're not paying attention and you're, you're, you're not, or you're paying attention, but you're not doing anything with the information you're given. You know, not, not, not what you should be doing. You're like, I don't know. Let's see what else we could find. You know, like whether it's a need for drama or whatever, you are pursuing these dramatic situations. You're not pursuing like good conversations and healthy like communication. And you're you're following up. You're like you're like oh red flags, red flags. Well, let's let's see what the red flags have to say. You know, like
5: it started with good communication and a really nice night, five, but it did turn. With Les, hey, listen, which did I'm leave all f- more question marks.
0: I'm all for giving people a second chance and second and third dates, even if you don't feel the spark on the first couple dates. But like when someone shows up and gives you a bunch of red flags on date one, I wouldn't be so compelled to give them a second shot. And again, if yeah. they want to call up and recognize their, you know, like you're not their mom or their friend or their therapist or, you know, so like it's not your job to let them know how shitty they were on the first date. You just, it's your job to just move on.
5: Yeah, I mean, I haven't reached out. I don't really plan no, to. No, I know. Especially it's now. not
0: about the reaching out, but it's if had he called, didn't acknowledge the drinking, didn't acknowledge his behavior, and just said, "Let's go out again," I'm certain you would have said yes. I would have called you <laughs> either way. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if that's what, if you want to improve your dating situations, I think you need to look into that. I need to look like, your need to follow up on drama. And not listen to the red flags, and not move on, uh, and and give more oxygen space to healthy conversations and healthy communications, even if it's not exciting. And not waste energy talking about some guy who displayed a bunch of drama and a bunch of red flags, and wonder why you know, and, and convince yourself, "Oh, I'm not really interested, but he hasn't called, so I don't care anyways." Blah 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 blah, blah, blah you know, and. The more you do that, the more you will set yourself up for meeting, uh, uh, you know, it depends on what you want. Like, if you're just like, I just want to date and fuck around and have, have a bunch of drama, then this is a great way to continue that. And, and honestly, you're only 24. So like, if that's what you want, like no judgment, like have a ball, you'll have some great stories. But like, whenever it is, <laughs> it you want to like settle down and find a potentially healthy partner that might like happen in a week or in five years, not doing what you're doing right now, would be the way to go about it.
5: Not doing what I'm doing in terms of spinning energy. Trying you're chasing to drama. Yeah. It. Yes. Yeah. You're
0: investing in drama and you're investing in red flags. And that's this is your energy. This is where your energy is going. And I'm guessing yeah. this is not a one-off situation. I'm guessing this is the norm it is for It's not you.
5: a one-off situation.
0: Yeah. So,
5: But I always feel like I'm acting normal and then they do something crazy, but then it probably does pique my interest. But you crazy weird is
0: things. how you respond to their crazy.
5: Yeah. Which is different every time, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. You are attracted to this crazy drama or these toxic behaviors or these red flags. And you're just like, Ooh, Whoa. <laughs> Here. Fun. <laughs> yeah. That's probably true. Like, I don't know what it is about you. You seem like trouble. Like, like, fuck, yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> 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 this guy, honestly, less than others, but I, the, the sentiment is spot on.
0: All right. Well, Godspeed.
5: All right. Well, thanks.
0: The choice is yours. Uh, thank you for calling.
5: <laughs> thank you.
0: All right. Take care. How's it going?
6: Hi, my name is Marina and I'm 26.
0: Hi, Marina. How can I help?
6: I'm calling in because I've not been on speaking terms with my older sister. And my mom since about January. I don't want to paint either of them in a bad light because ultimately I want to make amends with them. Um, but I'll share a little bit of my experiences. So my sister and I have always been on like we've always had a tumultuous relationship growing up. She always teased me and treated me slightly different and worse than my other siblings. And while we had grown closer during quarantine, uh, she because she had a baby and she would ask me to help and babysit. I was unemployed at the time. That closeness became undone due to a few instances that happened uh, during Christmas time. And it turned our relationship a little sour. And with my mom, we had a complicated relationship um, a while back since she had cheated on my dad when I was 18. And I took that really personally. And it took me four years to come to terms with the situation. And I didn't even speak to her with a few of those four years. Um, and I guess this sprouted some trust issues with her. And so where my mom comes in, the situation with my sister is I received a gift during Christmas from my sister that I didn't particularly like. I expressed that, um, my feelings about the gifts to my mom and a few other siblings just to vent about it.
0: Are you able to share what the gift was?
6: Yeah. Um, there were self-help books. Um, okay. And... <laughs> given our relationship it was like uh, a little
5: yeah
6: um, for um so sure. I asked my mom like what's like her advice of what I should do whether I should bring it up and um my mom and everyone else they said just don't say anything just drop it just process it and um like just let it pass and that's exactly what I did uh but my mom told my sister anyway about how I felt and after that, my sister basically dumped me out of her life. As a result, I haven't talked with her or spent time with my nephew um, since January.
0: So, so she's not talking to you,
6: right? My sister's not talking to me.
0: Okay, interesting. And 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 is your mom also not talking to you, or are you not talking to your mom?
6: I. It's a weird triangle. I'm. I'm not really talking to my mom because of how this, how everything unfolded. My sister's not talking to me.
0: And why do you know why your sister's not talking to you? Like, because she didn't like your gift.
6: That's the only reason why I could, that I could like, that I could pinpoint it. But I mean, I never said anything to her about the gift. Like I never, to this day, I've never mentioned to her even in person through passing, like nothing. But she's still mad at me for I guess my reaction that I didn't even express to her, which is a little frustrating and it's weird like she's very hard to navigate. she's kind of
0: I mean it's super weird for someone to get <laughs> like I give you someone a gift and you like you find out you don't like it and then they completely cut you out. It's, that's aggressive.
6: yeah and again, I, I don't to paint her in a bad life, but it does seem I think she's sort of taken it to an extent that it doesn't need to be. And um it well she's she's told my siblings too that she's done with me. Like I didn't think that she had how taken many people me do you have century. in your family? So there's four siblings, four of us.
0: Where do um, you I fall? get along
6: I'm number three. She's number one and we have my brother and then my little sister. Um I get along with them just fine just to like Clara, like nothing's mm. I don't think anything's wrong with me. You're
0: getting no judgment here. Family's fucking weird. Okay. Like I yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
6: So yeah. And so I, I first noticed that she wasn't talking to me uh when my nephew's first birthday came around because she didn't invite me to the birthday party. And it was pretty obvious that she didn't. And I thought, okay, let me just let her process whatever it is that she's processing over this gift. Like I don't care about this gift anymore. But it is it seems that she took it personally that I didn't like it. But anyway, so throughout the year I've just like been keeping myself busy and distracting myself. Uh found work and things have been well otherwise. But it just kind of comes around whenever we get together because she just is so evidently cold around me. And I had even asked my sister, my little sister, um Is she still feeling, you know, some aggression or anger towards me? And she, my little sister had said, well, she's sort of told me that she's done with you. So I don't know what that means. And I'm like, I can't believe it's taken, you know, it's gone to this level where it doesn't need to be. What is it?
0: Are you aware of a history that like, did you wrong her uh, where like you were in the past or something or like?
6: No, I mean, like I said, she she and I have always, throughout childhood, had a very tumultuous type of relationship. Just like, two different people. We always, yeah, yeah, just very two different people, just clash heads. And um, I, I will note that a few days before I received this gift uh, for Christmas, um, a few days before uh, we had a you know another little instance where out of nowhere she sent me a picture of me and my ex-boyfriend that I didn't really appreciate. It was kind of out of nowhere and sort of like trying to get under my skin. And I told her like, look, I didn't appreciate this. Um, can you not do this? And she would, and at the same time, uh, my dad was in the same room as me and she. T- this is over text. And my dad saw my reaction and how upset I was like, I can't believe she would do this. This is just so unnecessary. And um, he went uh, in turn like went to text her say hey like stop this is not cool you don't know what she's been through over text me and my sister she just said this is why dad hates me and I'm like you're making this about you when you should have like just not said <laughs> that in the first place you could apologize at any time now and um she just reacted very coldly She like bro this is why you're alone like I'm the only unpartnered one in my family and she just took it you know too like too far and this is a few days before um she gave me this gift. And so we were already on sort of rocky terms. And I feel like that just sort of compounded the situation. And so, yeah, to I mean, I guess at the end of this today, like I don't know how to approach <laughs> making amends with her because I try to make small gestures, like sending her texts here and there, but I don't, I don't want to like annoy her or overstep some boundary that she's defined on her own so that and i'm not sure if i should expect if it's wasting energy for me to expect a sort of apology from my mom for sort of contributing
0: well i mean you know your mom obviously much better than i do yeah i'll just give my very unprofessional two cents when it comes to, to family stuff um yeah family's fucking weird and you know like i I come I have 10 siblings. It's amazing how different we all are. You know, like we're like we come from the same parents and different interests, different lifestyles, different political views in the family. It's and and there's and we're we're a relatively close family. Like we are. Like we're all close. But there's there's always fucking weird tension, different this drama and whatever. It's family, you know? And so I'm just a big believer in, and 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 given that like acknowledgement, like we choose our friends, right? We don't get to choose our families. So on some level, like, you know, when friends can come and go and as we get to know people and people evolve, we realize that we sometimes have to break up with friends as much as like even romantic partners because it's like sometimes you just separate or sometimes you realize, ah, they're just making choices that are just making me feel less than and I'm sad to see that go, et cetera, et cetera. But family you know, we, it's it's not the same. You, you know, we it's family. And certainly there are extreme cases where we have to remove ourselves from toxic environments regardless of them being family. It's just not safe for us to be a part of that. Right? And then there's like stuff like this where it's just like family fucking drama. And I just think we should try as much as we can to do our part. And so, It sounds like you have control like you know, the triangle. Your sister's not talking to you, you're not talking to your mom. All right, fine. So you have control over the part with your mom in the sense that as we get into adults, we also learn about our parents and who they are as people, which is also like a weird thing. You know, whatever age we realize, it's like, oh, like like mom and dad are like they're great and I love them and they're like they're kind of where my heroes, but like mom's petty you know like stuff like that right or right. mom likes drama or dad likes this we all learn about this shit right and then there's kind of mm-hmm. like fuck man like and so i think we have to adjust right your mom a bit of a gossip yes right likes drama yeah. right yeah she's still your mom so you're right like Now you can see them as adults and they're not just mom can do no wrong. It's I love Mm -hmm. my mom. She's my mom. I need to have a relationship with my mom, but I need to like have boundaries with my mom. Now, you know, in the future, not to go to mom about things that are bothering you because we don't Mm -hmm. trust mom not to fucking gossip. Right. Would it be nice to get an apology from mom? Sure. But like, she's your mom And sometimes parents have a way of being like, I brought you into this world kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But like, if you can set aside your pride and your frustration with mom, I just think you will be in a healthier place to just forgive her for her faults and who she is. It sounds like your mom's not your closest confidant anyways. So, you know, like you didn't lose that already. Right. But like, you should be able to talk to your mom, you know, and have a relationship. And, and you don't have to go right back to where you were, but like, just open the lines of communication. I just feel like you will feel better knowing that. Yeah. Like, it's okay. For someone who like, values family on any level, I'm not talking to my mom. Is just a weird position to be in. Yeah. So like, you know, you could still have boundaries. You can still realize that maybe, you know, this is, I don't share this with mom or I do, but like, I would, if you're comfortable with it, I just think generally opening up those lines of communication is a has more positive than negatives as, as it comes to like how you feel about the situation. Because it sounds like it's weighing on you a little bit.
6: I think I agree with that. And I, you know, talk with the therapists and she says it's good for me to set boundaries even if they're family. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm. I think it's I think it's just more of an issue for me because I know that my sister and my mom are super close and I feel like in a way my mom has prioritized my sister's feelings over mine by not like owning up to that situation. And it kind of, you know, continues this cycle of like like not being mindful of how her actions have affected those around her. You
0: know? I get it, but I guess, I mean, would it be fair to say that your sister feels that your father prioritizes your feelings over hers?
6: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: So I just feel like that all might be true. And my guess is there might be some truth to that and there might be some projection. Even in my family, there's a lot of opinions and like who gets more attention and who's the favorite and who's like, who gets lit off the hook and blah, blah, blah. And like, we all have very different opinions on on right. that, Right. I think you just got to try to let that part go. And honestly, mm-hmm. if you want to get back into your sister's life, you could take advantage of this. If your mom and sister communicate, you know, just, and and if it's if you're the one who's choosing not to talk to your mom, just open up the line of communication. And again, like, ha- have boundaries, you know, like mom's not the person we're going to with secrets. Um, right. But like, hang out, you know, have a talk, talk to your mom about her life. Sounds like your mom's pretty into talking about herself sometimes. (laughs) Uh, So let mom talk about herself. At least you have a relationship with mom, right? Mm -hmm. That might open up the door for your... Because right now, the fact that you're not talking to your mom is emboldening your sister not to talk to you. You guys are taking sides. Yeah. You know? And, And so I think the greater good... And, you know, whatever ego you have in this situation, I think you should challenge yourself to try to remove that ego because even if it's not the relationship you want, you know, the perfect relationship, I think it's just nice to have a relationship with your family. And yeah. I think as we get older, we learn about the boundaries we need to set with the, uh, the various family members that we have, brothers, sisters, parents. And we realized this is the healthiest type of relationship I can have with this individual. And you know what? That's okay. But what I am glad is that I can still say, I love you. I fucking hate you sometimes, but I do love you. In fact, I hate you most of the time. In fact, hanging out with you is difficult, but I love you. And if you need me, I'm there for you. So, you know?
6: Yeah, I guess I'm just hoping... I falsely hoping that I could go back to the type of relationship I had with my sister because we had grown so close during the pandemic because I was babysitting so much. You probably can and I just, Yeah. And it's, she had another baby this past summer and I haven't had any time to like bond with that yeah. baby. And it's just, you know, it's like the situation as a whole, like makes me sad because it's like,
0: have you text your sister? I love you. I miss you. No. Okay.
6: She's not the type of person to like, I don't know.
0: doesn't matter if she doesn't respond to it, but if that's how you feel, how could that be a bad thing to communicate? You're not doing it. You're you're just letting her know. And she might come around six months from now or 12 months from now or whatever. I'm not saying it's going to like fix it. I'm not like, hey, text this and she'll call you. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying... There's animosity that's going on. And with the divide and the lack of communication, we're all creating our own narratives in our head. And, you know, mm-hmm. your mom and your sister are thick of thieves. You're not talking to her. Like they're bonding. And then you have this like your dad and your mom who aren't together anymore. And there was infidelity and their sides were taken there. And I'm willing to bet that your mom likes the bond that she has with your sister because you were mad at your mom you know like these are all very human reactions and so i just think you use texting something like i just wanted to say i love you and i miss you and i hope you're i'm thinking about you like i hope we can reconnect in the future it's just letting her know that that's where you stand it's just how could you be mad at someone like i don't know what your sister's immediate reaction is going to be and it could be a million different things but it's such a it diffuses the situation. feel like, okay, well, she, you're not asking anything from her. I mean, other than like, you're just letting her know that you would be down to like connect and you're setting aside your ego. You're not trying to be right. You're not at, at you know, and she's probably has plenty of raw. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have your frustration and rightfully so you have your frustrations. What's what she did. It wasn't like, here's a, like, here's a book. I really did. She like, when your sister gave this book, I'm curious it was she like, I read this book. It was really impactful on my life. I thought I would share it with you. Or it was like, I think you should read this.
6: It, pretty much a the second. Ladder. It was yeah. like wrapped up in a, in a bag and here you yeah. go. So a, a dick
0: move, right? And so, but you, you're going to have to decide what's bigger, a priority for you. Having a relationship of some kind with your sister so that you can also have a relationship with your nieces and nephew. And maybe not have the relationship you prefer to have, but at least have a relationship at the risk of letting go the fact that your sister annoyed you and offended you. Because like, I agree, that would piss me off. But like, <laughs> does it impact you? You know what I'm saying? Is your sister's opinion of you really matter to you that much?
6: I mean, I would like for my sister to like me
0: and to I want would, to reach out to I me. would like for my all my siblings to like me as much as some of the ones who like me the most, but that's just not the case. They don't. And and if I'm really honest with myself, my all my siblings' opinions of me, of my choices on a day to day basis, don't really matter. Don't, they don't. We all love each other. There's a love there. My family is close enough that I can confidently say that we all love each other. And at times we've been all we've been really angry at each other. And at times there were people who weren't really speaking all that much you know and so i just think try to have some something and i I think with family something's better than nothing you know and trying to like that's where your pride or ego might come into play of trying to force the relationship you want with her on your terms because like you could, if, if, you know, we always talk about boundaries in relationship. You got to set boundaries and then you have to enforce boundaries. And if they don't respect your boundaries, you have to like remove yourself. I think with family, like a lot of your boundaries are for yourself. Of how do I engage with this family member? Because like they do X, Y, and Z. But like expect, expecting things from your family member is a, it can often lead to a lot of disappointment because like they're family and we feel like, well, I can't fire you. And I can't break <laughs> up with you. But like, uh, so family disappoints us all the time. We disappoint each other. And most of it, because we don't choose family, you know, but we have this like such these high expectations of family and they, they easily disappoint us. So I don't know. I, if I were you, and again, this is just my humble, like personal opinion. I would, I would send some sort of olive branch. Because if talking, having some line of communication with your sister and her children sounds like to me, it's more important than getting her to see your side when it comes to the Christmas gift. And yeah, now, and yeah, now going I mean, forward, you can expect your sister to be a shitty gift giver, and like whatever <laughs> she gives you, you can be like, just fucking pretend to like it. I hope that's helpful. But
6: no, that is super helpful. Um, I didn't even know where to start with her. I've been trying for months now and it, yeah doesn't
0: think anymore <laughs> so i would i would send a text and saying something of the effect i love you miss you and 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 you have to mentally prepare yourself to not expect anything in return not expect a response you're doing it just to let her know that big picture wise you love and miss her because that is true and you have to give her the time and space to come around on her terms because you're probably yeah, never going to like your sister. You just want to be able to love her. <laughs> right. And that's okay. Yeah. Oh,
6: thank you so much for that advice. It was really
0: what I need to hear. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, best of luck. I'm rooting for you guys. And and trust me, I totally relate. I really, I really, <laughs> I really, really do. Okay,
6: thank you so much,
0: Nick. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. can't thank our callers enough for writing in and sharing their stories. Make sure to write in your stories at asknickacastmedia.com. Cast with a K. Make sure to tune in uh, tomorrow for our Bachelorette Recap. And on Wednesday, Michelle Young herself joins us on The Vile Files. Have a great day.